Hello, Guardians. Today is February 23rd, 2024. My name's Danfinity, and welcome to Destiny Digest. Welcome in and welcome back. If this is your first time listening to the show, my name's Dan. I am a Raid Sherpa in Destiny 2. I also help out with dungeons, exotic quests, other activities every week on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Danfinity. My main focus is on PvE, but this show has a bunch of PvP news for you. And I will get to that conversation that we had with Legola Flash, Fusion Rifle Savant, excellent mind when it comes to PvP. We have a conversation with him in just a few, but first, a quick call to action to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. Anything you say will help us in the algorithm here. Also, join the Discord, discord.gg forward slash Danfinity. We have lots of wonderful folks in there. Currently, we have a lot of folks who are playing Helldivers 2. That seems to be the game that has sweeped uh, several directories and the gaming community by storm. So, that's discord.gg forward slash Danfinity. We have a game club coming up this Sunday in which we're going to be talking about Cocoon. Should be a blast. Also, Bungie is currently running a deal through Humble Bundle. We mention it in the episode coming up. Through Humble Bundle, if you purchase the Destiny, the Story So Far bundle from them, it's $45 for all the DLC on Steam. If you purchase that bundle... Proceeds for it go to the Bungie Foundation. I also have a creator code, so you'd also be benefiting my channel as well if you purchase using that. I will leave that in the description for today's episode. But enough about me. Let's get into these awesome PvP changes that are coming on March 5th. Lego, welcome back to Destiny Digest. How are you today? Thank you. I am doing good. I am trying to digest a lot of information very quickly. I'm excited, but it's a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for folks at home who are listening to this or watching this on, on YouTube, we are recording this as the twid has dropped maybe 30 minutes ago, like at that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there's some information that we may not have the full breadth of. But there's uh, it, it seems like there's a lot of like interesting changes coming to Destiny with the patch that's going to be dropping on March 5th. Um, so and we'll get into that in a little bit. But the first before we get into everything and in case people do not know you on the Internet, why don't you tell them what you do in the Destiny community and where they can find you uh, socially? Yes, so I am Lego LaFlash. Uh, I make YouTube videos, deep diving weapons. Was a previous host of Destiny Massive Breakdowns. I'm over at uh, Destiny Community Podcast now. But mainly, my main thing is the YouTube channel. Um, just deep diving weapons now on my own. That usually entails fusion rifles. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like I have... You know, you know how Fallout got stuck with shotguns for a little while. That's yeah. that's how I feel like I am. But the the problem is, is like I just I know them too well. Like they just, mm-hmm. and so I I have to talk about them when a new thing happens or a new thing comes out. Uh, and it you know I I know that I am a reliable source of information there, but I also want to branch out because I do have a lot of in depth knowledge of the rest of the sandbox. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's. It's a good time over there on the YouTube channel. That that is my main thing, and I love deep diving stuff. 
I was going to say, these are kind of prisons of your own devising, though. <laughs> like oh, yeah. Absolutely. You found an, a niche in the, in, the, in the community, and you, like, really went for it. And uh, I, know, I know you've loved fusions for quite some time. Um, this season brought around with it the Nox Perennial uh, 5. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, on that weapon? So I actually had to hand out some apologies uh, for Nox Perennial 5. Like, for me, because I knocked it real hard at the when Nox first appeared because the stats are so bad. It's like the second worst fusion rifle just stat on paper out of mm-hmm. any of them, and it didn't have any speed perks, which are what I need to make high impacts good for me because they just they fire so slow. There's even jokes on my YouTube channel. Whenever I say something good about it, they're like, yeah, that you might be able to hit things with this, but it doesn't fire until the next game once I yeah. pull the trigger. So, <laughs> um, so, but no, I owed an apology because I was really hard on it. And then after a lot of tinkering, because I mess with stuff for a long time to make sure like, what did Bungie put in this thing that makes it worth using and i found that you could use um element of capacitor to push that arc stat uh Mm -hmm. the the handling up like super high higher than you would normally be able to um and combine it with the range push of fragile focus which normally i'm not a fan of that combo but because um you could push it just so far both of those no other fusion could get that much range and that much handling without sacrificing uh one or the other like like if you you could do it kind of with glacio but it couldn't even do it as well and it has less aim assist than uh nox perennial five mm-hmm. does so it's it's an interesting weapon it's not one that i'll find myself going to because i'm not super huge on handling and i'm in love with the Aramite, which has slick draw and no one else will use that, but I love that for yeah. the handling. So that's my handling gun. But it's an interesting, it's an interesting weapon. It's I definitely found a use for it, but not my favorite. It's been a while since we've had you on the show, uh, and a, a couple of the big questions that pop up for me, like where where are you with Destiny right now, as mm. as a creator, as as a player, where where do you find yourself most of the time? So. I it's funny like destiny hasn't really changed for me the way that it has for maybe other players that are Mm -hmm. looking to branch out and play other games like I have a three-year-old trying to like keep up another job like I I don't do this full time so I don't get burned out on things like other content creators do I think and so I'm still like in the nitty-gritty of different weapons that I haven't experienced yet or different perks or combinations and especially with all these new changes coming out but even before then I'd be like chasing some random which I can t- I can say this now okay I- I've been holding this back because it's an illegal like perk combo that I was not going to release into the public but it's going to get changed in the update so I don't can, worry I can nobody listens it. to this it's fine yeah yeah <laughs> so there was a combo with uh what what is it high ground on the strand bow from the dungeon mm-hmm. where you could use high ground and combine it with going radiant and using slice which can all happen at the same time on a hunter you do your acrobatic dodge slice happens which procs a seasonal trait this is going deep it procs a seasonal trait uh, i can't remember the name of it right now but whenever you're radiant and you mm-hmm. debuff something with strand it gives you an extra percentage buff that works in the crucible and all of that happens at once like there's no like all you got to do is jump on a like rock or something Mm -hmm. 
you do your little acrobatic flip and then you've got a one shot headshot bow <laughs> is like as long as you keep all that up which and it just it, like keep going for a while yeah yeah and so and, and you know for nothing like mm-hmm. you just got a one shot bow and that is so illegal <laughs> like why, <laughs> why does that exist you know and they're changing it with the damage and health changes that are coming in March. But yeah, just stuff like that, that I, I just dig into and I'm like, Ooh, what if I stack this and did that? And like the game is still interesting. Cause I look at those intricate things, but I think it was ascendant nomad uh, actually who I was on a, I was on something with him. I can't remember what it was. And I was talking about this and he was like, yeah, but Lego, like other people don't play the game that way. <laughs> like, I think it was the last episode you were on with him. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was here. I wasn't sure. And so, yeah, I, I just like that has always been me. That's just my mindset. And so I am still having a lot of fun because there's just this game is so vast. Like when you think about all the different ways to play it, like I just discovered Lucky Pants for the first like mm-hmm. I never used Lucky Pants before. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you use this with Warden's Law, which is like the highest damage PvE yeah. hand cannon. And I'm just deleting champions in a master, you know, whatever activity, like, like I'm using a heavy. And so I just stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. just everyday stuff that if you just approach it from a different character, uh, it's a lot of fun. So I definitely, you know, there, there's that side of it where I'm, I'm still enjoying stuff and digging in stuff, but I, mm-hmm. I do feel the frustrations of, um, rewards. I think there's certain reward stuff, certain RNG things, uh, certain costs of like vendor engrams going up. So when I, w- the things that I am interested in, I can't even get to because there's just too many barriers for me as a player who plays quite a bit and is invested in this game. They've put up so many barriers for me to get to the fun stuff that I want to play. And that's, that has been my frustration lately more than, more than anything, probably like I, I haven't been that frustrated with crucible the way that i think other people have Mm -hmm. um it's it's mainly been just like accessibility of gear and like doing the things that i want to do that are fun and you know that can speak to pvp when it comes to playlists like them taking out the ability to have a normal control match that isn't such a small player population Mm -hmm. because they've hidden it like you gotta go in and like select the node and switch the thing around and like it's so hard to just get to a normal crucible match right now so Mm -hmm. i i I feel those pain points when it comes to crucible i the last so i i I haven't been playing a lot of crucible this season uh i think i see that say that every time i'm on the show (laughs) talking uh for pvp um but um it's I, i recently i've got i got back into iron banner when that came back around and they added the ability to swap to control, it seemed like that playlist had a lot more action in it than I, I forget yes. what the other mode was uh, at that time. Yeah. Eruption or rift or, yeah. Oh, was it? Um, no, it was the new one. The, um, the one where you collect the, um, yes, that uh, one. I can't remember the name of it, yeah. but yes, that one, that, that was the one. Yeah. So I, I've been finding myself, pulled to that just because i was like oh that's available but i can see how having a we ran into this somewhat in destiny one and we ran into this in destiny two of too many playlists thins out the herd during a time of maybe drought Mm -hmm. um so in your mind um 
outside of the things that we know are coming in uh, on March 5th, what are a couple of things that you would like to see before the final shape um, to kind of alleviate some of the stress of rewards? And I feel like the biggest thing for me is what I was talking about with the ritual playlist Ingram system. Mm-hmm. Like the way that they've moved it around really discourages people from staying in there to get the things that they want. It's not just, and, and they did it like in a double way. Cause it's like you, the ingrams are dropping not as frequently it feels like i don't really have a problem in crucible because like i'm in there anyway but Mm -hmm. like for vanguard strikes an activity that i'm fine with playing but i don't want to spend you know hours in there and i spent i think it was last night i was like okay i'll do some nightfall stuff you know and you could spend like an hour doing like three nightfall things and i got a total of three ingrams from that time that i could spend on one thing over it uh zavala because that's how many ingrams it takes to focus the thing that i was looking right. for it wasn't even an adept weapon or yes. anything it was just an old weapon and it's like man that I was agree. a ton of time for just the, and then i deleted the role so it was it felt yeah. like it was a nothing role and so just for such little opportunity to get gear that is the reason why i play the game like i get that it's a looter shooter and you want to make things uh, take time, but there's enough RNG in mm-hmm. it, like getting mm-hmm. a five out of five. The odds are just, you know, soaring, and yet you're making it this hard for me to even get one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I fully agree with that. The costs of focusing an Engram is, in my opinion, a huge issue. Especially, yeah. like, I understand, okay, you can decide which weapon or armor piece or whatever you want to get, and there's more possibilities of weapons, like, you can choose more weapons. That's good. I appreciate that. But the fact that it costs so many for, like, one piece of whatever is, and the the, co- the rest of it, too, like, the cost of, like, I think it was, well, the legendary shards are going to be less of an issue moving forward, but still, mm-hmm. because the cost of it is so prohibitive. Especially when you consider that these weapons, specifically the those playlist weapons, but a Gambit, Crucible, or Vanguard, or whatever, they have like 12 possible, usually 12 possible uh, yeah. perks in each each of the last two rows, right? So yep. it's 24 total. And then unless you've, and even if you've done multiple resets, it's not guaranteed that you'll have three possible perks drop on each, right? It's a chance yeah. to. And that's another issue. I'm like, if I've reset my rank five times, why can't you guarantee that I have three possible perks in the last two rows? Like, what's preventing you from doing that? Because then that would incentivize me being like, okay, I'll go reset. I'll go do it. I'll go five yeah. reset times. Then I know I'll have six possible perks and a, like a bunch of combinations that I can do, way more chances. Then the cost of focusing becomes a little bit better that way. But other than that, it doesn't feel worth it. I'm wasting my time, especially since strikes. It's a little bit less than GMs, but some strikes are really long. They're mm-hmm. really, really long. Yes. So I'm like, okay, I do a strike, like depending on the strike between 15, 20, sometimes 30 minutes, maybe because maybe my blueberries are not doing anything. Who knows? Yeah. I feel yeah. yeah. One gram. I can't even use one engram to focus one weapon. I need to do three strikes and then I can get one weapon with possibly very bad perks. What am I doing? Like, why? My time investment doesn't feel like it's being rewarded. At least that's my opinion on this. Oh, I'm with you 100%. And I, I, like, I just, 
Yes, that is the vibe. It, that is the feeling when you finish, you use all that time, and you feel very defeated afterwards. And and it's yes. like, man, I it wasn't that I didn't enjoy doing the thing. Like maybe I'm mm-hmm. trying out some new weapons, and like that was cool. But like I would have rather been playing the Crucible. I would have rather been you know doing this mm-hmm. raid or dungeon, whatever the thing you're wanting to do is. Uh, so it's yeah, it's that that is like the one thing that I would like to see. I will give them credit that they did fix my other big issue, which was world drops. I was so done mm-hmm. with world drops because the rate <laughs> that you would get new stuff was so low and there was no way to yeah. acquire them. It was yeah. like you didn't even know some weapons existed. You were like, oh, well, what is this? Uh-huh. I've never seen it before. And to some, I could see how you would be like, oh, well, that's the joy of destiny. It's like getting an exotic to drop. I'm like, yeah, but this isn't an exotic. Mm-hmm. This is some random world drop with a you know big perk pool that I'm going to get some random roll of and I want Agreed. to get the thing, you know? It's so, also year 10 of yeah. of for, right. for some exact. of us. <laughs> you yes. Know? So like, yes. kind of keeping that carrot away from you after you've put so much time in can negatively affect <laughs> how you feel about the game. <laughs> that, and a newcomer is like, oh, what is this? Oh, wait, there's new, mm-hmm. there's other weapons. How do I get these weapons? Oh, I have to wait for a chance for it to drop. Oh, and not only do I have to wait for a chance for it to drop, but then I have to, to figure out a way to get it to drop with the perks that I want. Like that, mm-hmm. It's so much RNG on top of RNG. I understand, like Lego said, that yeah, it's a shooter looter. You want RNG, you want that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes Bungie doesn't balance it quite right when it comes to RNG stuff. I feel like yeah. there should be a way, like, you want us to grind? Cool. I will grind if the activity is fun. Like, Coil was fun. I'm a bit over it because it's yeah. been so much. Yeah. But that's just because, you know, it's repetitive and so on and so forth. It's but a that's, long that's okay. It's not really fun. It is a very long season, but the activity is fun and it's very rewarding because on top of the weapons that you can get and everything, um, there's also the ciphers that you can get. I mm-hmm. think that was an amazing idea that they did there. Put the cipher. If you get a platinum ROM, you get ciphers for people that can't always do GMs. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's a long activity, but hey, I can get an adept weapon. Amazing. But make the activity fun. Give me a chance of focusing that specific weapon in a specific activity that is fun. I would gladly spend my time grinding for that. Yeah. But if you tell me like this weapon is not available other than a random chance. I don't care about this weapon now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm with you. And I, the the thing that I was gonna say bravo to was the putting them in the lost sectors and that grind. Like I know some people don't like mm. doing lost sectors anymore, but it, it's pretty fast. You find the right one. It's the day where your weapon rolls, and if you do the master, you get double perks, mm-hmm. which should be baseline. I feel like in every activity, there should be something that you could do. To get double perks to drop, you have it in trials, you have it in uh, Grandmaster stuff, you've got it in these world drops, but like it's not on raid w- stuff, you know. There, there's not. I, I guess there is, like if you're going for the adept version of it, but there's mm-hmm. just certain things where I'm like, oh, I would do that if I could get double perks to drop. I guess an example would be the Zavala Ingrams I was focusing. It was like an older weapon, but because you'd reset your rank it still didn't apply because it was an older weapon. And I was like, ah, oh, come on. Like, just, mm-hmm. just give us the perks, you know? <laughs> so it's an old weapon. Come on. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I have that pain point, but also I see them improving stuff in that area. So I'm, I'm glad for that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's much needed. <laughs> so moving into, uh, let's post 
post march uh post fix for uh what's the what's the patch name here uh update 7.3.5 we have a lot of changes say what code name for that we need a code name like uh like pvp 2.0 or yeah i'm sure we're past 2.0 or (laughs) or like the update before pvp 5.0 or something like is what it really feels like you know yeah pvp march update let's just go with yeah pvp march update there we go there we go pre-tax season pvp update oh um, man don't remind me <laughs> not just much pvp update thank you We're fine. <laughs> pvp update for march um so we see uh just some of the clip notes that they had for abilities so a reduction in uptime for threaded specter a few changes to the threadlings to make them easier to deal with in the crucible a fix for the restoration timer extension issue with a few corresponding changes to relevant solar fragments and a smaller number of ability buffs that we're pulling uh forward from our balance pass for the final shape um ability wise where do you see the sandbox kind of going uh for pvp oh my gosh i so that's probably the best part universally of the changes for pvp because the other parts that we're going to get to in a second are kind of controversial depending on what kind of player you are Mm -hmm. but like universally i feel like less ability like abilities are just everywhere right now and like as somebody who uses them a lot to gain an advantage like it's to the point where it's like okay like if you're not doing this it's significantly like a significant disadvantage and you want to use your gun some because that is the best part of destiny is the way the guns feel so like they do a great job with the space magic but gun feel in pvp really is the highlight of the game so we we were talking a little bit about that build that you had earlier for for solar. How does how do these updates to restoration and radiant um, enhance that build? The sorry, which which build? Are so you referring? The, the build that you were talking about, you have a one shot bow. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. I, I it was already deleted from my mind. I've moved on because it's so. It's actually if you want to get. This has it has more to do, I think, with the weapon damage changes mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about. So, um, than the actual abilities, but yeah, it, it would make things like damage stacking, radiant, uh, or even you know, if, if you go that far, golden tricorn times two that needs an ability to get that huge 50% buff. Like, there's stuff like that, all the crazy damage stacking stuff mm-hmm. that just isn't going to happen as much anymore, but can still happen some of not not the bow thing but but other things can still happen uh and you're gonna kind of like earn it more and you're gonna kind of have to intentionally use that ability at that point plus you know this is destiny like there's still like tons of ways to get your melee or grenade energy back you got pugilist you got demolitionist the so and i think that's that's even another highlight of this change is it will make perks like that more meaningful how often do you see like a pvp player you see it in pve a lot but a pvp Mm -hmm. player be like oh that has demo on it like i'll get to have my grenade back no you're looking at for opening shot you're looking for under pressure you know all the accuracy stuff and all Mm -hmm. the handling stuff uh things that bring down your time to kill yeah yeah i think as we get into it that and the deeper i look into it i found that whoa perk doors are really being open to diversify 
the thing that people are going for. The main thing for me that that I just dove into this week was fusion rifles got just a massive change. Like, yeah, you're not going to see them as much, but they really cleaned up the perks that you would want to go for uh, and not make it so like, High impact reserves. That's the only one you need. Always go for that one. Always period done. Like and all the rest, forget about them. No, now it's like, oh, they cleaned up the bolts to kill uh, to where it's kind of even across the board. And if you want like high impact reserves is like icing damage on top uh, if you want to do a certain thing, but it's not going to change the basic way the gun feels. So that stuff like that is like I'm I'm really excited for how the crucible is going to feel more cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think would be the best way to say it for me. Um, and as far as like ability uptime specifically, I think I'm most excited for that change. Uh, I think that the weapons, both ammo and damage is the more controversial mm-hmm. thing. But even on damage, I hinted at just now that they've really cleaned it up. Cool guy has a great video over he just released it that kind of goes over what it means all the little crit damage increases mm-hmm. and the overall plus 30 health that they're they're bringing and it's just a great breakdown because it's like oh this this, this is a very intentional change uh, across the board like they're trying to even things out and make perks uh, more variable not just always go for this one thing mm-hmm. so, so i let's, like all that let's get into some of the weapons and some of the subfamilies and everything what you were you were saying that there is more controversy. What do you mm-hmm. feel is the more most controversial changes from last week's twin? It would be I don't think health is as controversial. Like everyone's like, okay, yeah, adding more health, making it to their goal in that was people to know what you're dying from. Mm-hmm. And so if you got three tapped by a hand cannon headshot, you know, like I got three tapped, but it's not going to be like, oh, I got bodied two tap or it, there's these things that happen that are just like, whoa, like I died so fast from so many different things by someone being inaccurate, hitting body mm-hmm. shots. And that's what they really nailed down on his body shot, tying to kill values. Um, but it, the I think the controversial thing would be special ammo mm-hmm. uh, for sure. It's like it feels almost split down the board in my comment section. Of course, I have a lot of special ammo people coming to my channel, but fusion rifles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's it's like people are some people come to Destiny for the space magic uh, special ammo vibe. Um, I don't think if you came for abilities, it's going to be that drastically different. Like Mm -hmm. you can't crush it maybe as much as you would like. Um, but special ammo, like you're going to be forced to do other things. Like right now you can just spawn, use your two ammo, die, spawn, use your Mm -hmm. two ammo, die over and over again. I'm familiar with the tactic. (laughs) I do do that all the time. (laughs) Well, I think that for sure is the most controversial thing is, is changing that up. Um, because people just like playing that way. And the the main thing that I can say to that is like, just give it a chance. Like I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm going to love the new thing either. There were things about checkmate I didn't like, uh, Mm -hmm. or that didn't feel like I wanted to do them all the time. Um, but I'm going to give it a shot because like you said earlier, 10 years of playing a game, uh, the kind of the same feel over and over again. I'm mm-hmm. down to do something fresh. And people are like, I already played D2 vanilla. I know what this feels like. No, that's not that's not a fair comparison. Like, mm-hmm. because that was all your special weapons in the heavy slot and mm-hmm. forced 
yourself into double primary. That's not what this is. This is, you're going to have special weapon up. I think that the better comparison is D1, the end of D1, where you had special ammo boxes. That's probably mm-hmm. like the closest comparison. Um, but even then, you could play around and just go grab boxes and not really participate. Whereas here, you're going to have to participate in some way in the game mode with a primary um so i am excited for it i think it's controversial i can see both sides of it but i think i i mean i'm glad bungie's doing this because i think it's better for the health of the overall game i'm not just talking about sweat lords and pvp that just like just want you to primary them i am i'm talking about just for the fresh experience to know where you're getting killed from and I'm saying this as somebody who loves special ammo too, but I we need something fresh, honestly. Like there needs to be more changes as far as like getting abilities under control. And I, I think the body shot and health changes are an interesting addition to that that I'm excited to see what it all feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh and one more thing, real quick, that I hadn't really mentioned, but I think is worth talking about. They kind of emphasize it in the new update this week and that's that special ammo for shotguns fusions glaives um and trace rifles are all getting a small buff and so they'll all feel just a little bit better Mm -hmm. um so that it feels really solid when you have that ammo to use it and i think that's going to make a difference too um not like a huge difference but i but definitely uh you're going to feel like a small like oh like i nailed that shot like it just feels more consistent and that's what i felt with the fusion rifle changes is just enough to make it more consistent across the board and i think that will have players feeling a little bit better about their special ammo too when they do have it do you feel like these changes that they are making for the weapons in Mm. march do you feel like they are enough to kind of shake up what you see players using at the top uh, um, or the mm. the most used weapons during so, the season? I think yes, and I think it's not as much because of the special ammo change. Like, yeah, that that's big, but you're you're talking about the top. The mm-hmm. top is like prime SMG usage. You know, some hand cannon stuff too, and or maybe maybe both combined. I'm not sure what the numbers are. I haven't looked at them in a while, but that's what I'm used to getting slayed by whenever I'm mm-hmm. playing a really good player. And I feel like the good thing about this change is you're, you're going to know when someone is the best and they duel you and they win that duel with like an SNG because they didn't miss a headshot is what, is what that means mm-hmm. because the, the body shot damage is going to be so much lower than crits now that it's going to kind of even out that feeling of like, wow, I just got melted because that gun is just OP to, wow, that person was on point with their shots. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to say at the end of a match. You don't want to say like, oh, what could I have done? Uh, which is one of their goals and, and something that I'm excited about. You know, we'll see if they need to nerf things a little bit more or or less, but it feels like they're really trying to nail down that inaccurate, that feeling of like, what they weren't even playing that great and I just got massacred. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, but they're leaving enough with the abilities and everything that people like me who like playing more with my mind than with, say, my accuracy sometimes, um, it leaves tools open for me too. Like there's enough stuff, even if I just use double primary, there's enough stuff there for me to figure out things to tinker with, to stack things and do do interesting abilities that let me play outside the norm. 
Um, so maybe it might take people a little bit to get used to, but I, I feel like it's going to really shake things up at the top. Will it bring more players in is the question mm, that, that yeah. I'm wondering, like, or players back who have left yeah. uh, and don't spend any time here right now. That, that would be my main question. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's something that they've, that they're addressing here in this week's twid. Uh, mm. if we can move forward a little bit in that, yeah. into that, like, um, Seth messaged me. She was like, "Artifice armor and competitive, competitive crucible." That's, Wait, I want to yes. talk about that at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost really sent cool. you the same message. <laughs> <laughs> well, I that's huge. That's absolutely huge for for crucible players. For people who want to play their own way, that is yes. immense. Yes, yes. I'm so happy for PvP players. So happy because I know a lot of them are like. I want that armor. I would love mm-hmm. to get that armor, but and they don't I, want to do I a dungeon. Really, yeah, yeah, or like they don't really enjoy it, or they don't have they don't have a lot of people, right? Because I've said this to Nomad before too. It's easier, quote unquote, to take a PvP player and put them in a PVE settings because a lot of their foundation skills mm-hmm. can translate, right? It's it's they just have mm-hmm. to learn the rhythm of the activity instead of having to learn the rhythm of their opponent, right? If that makes sense. Um, so you can do that, but not everybody, every PvP player wants to do that or has PvE players, friends, that they can do that with, right? Yeah, that's a big one. So to give them that reward and be like, yeah, if you do this, you'll have this armor that is pretty good and you can do it on your own, quote unquote. Or you can do it with friends, but you're PvP friends. You don't have to do PvE activities that might not interest you. So I think like, I'm so happy that they added that as a PvE player. <laughs> I'm really happy for PvP players. Mm-hmm. yes i'm right there with you on that i'm so happy that we finally have a chance i you yes. hit some really good points there like not having pve friends to go in and get that mm. get that artifice armor and the fact that it was missing from an entire section mm-hmm. of yes. the game is it'd be like if adepts were only in pve and not yep. in pvp and that that's rough that that's a rough look. So I'm glad that they're bringing that over. And what's really cool about them bringing it over is that uh, it, it's in comp and it's it's through the weekly challenge. You go like one step further than you would for the weapon. Mm-hmm. But then also once you do that, then every victory you have after that has yes. a chance to drop yep. more. Like there's no cap on it, and that was impressive. I I was hoping to see. We need more of that where there's not like a yep. cap on something and you can play the thing you want to play and get the things that you want to get. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you, I'm really happy. Do mm-hmm. you think that this is an experiment with that to possibly push to other um, spaces in the game? I would hope that it that it would be more of an experiment to put more stuff in Crucible, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, like I think that just having this in two places is good. Um, sorry, Gambit players. Like, yeah, you know, you could if you wanted to. I don't see. I don't see the point of having like artifice armor in in Gambit. It 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 it. There's no like. I there was know, a the logic to me doesn't logic. There was there was a time yeah. for it. It was a few years yeah. ago. It, yeah. Like yeah. yes, Gambit Prime. Absolutely, yeah. I 100% agree. Now is not the time has passed. Time I will passed. say Agreed. that. What I was, I was hoping for them to push it one step further and have craftable adept or mm-hmm. enhanced adept weapons for like trials or something, or even for That'd the comp cool. weapons. I don't, I don't even care where you put it. You know, it'd just be interesting mm-hmm. to have. I think trials would make more sense, especially yeah. for players 
that, you know, they, they make it to the lighthouse that one time. And if mm-hmm. there was some way for them to get something they could tinker with more and really invest into, that would be yeah. pretty cool. Um, I, I don't know how they would make it to where it was interesting to keep coming back to that activity. Um, but I, I do want to see that eventually. Well, when it comes to trials, we're seeing that there mm-hmm. there's some shakeups there for team-based matchmaking. Um, they said the two common suggestions for how to solve the issue with trials and, and their matchmaking are make it so only trios can queue and make it so duos cannot queue or they can queue, but they're not protected from trios. Um, what uh, the proposed changes they're saying are like, we've modified the passage of ferocity and added the new passage of persistence to make getting a first flawless more attainable and allow players who cannot get flawless to still earn adept weapons and players who play at least uh, as part of a three person team will be given additional rewards on match completions, including additional 50% chance to drop the non-adept trials weekly weapon reward, a 50% chance at a trials Engram drop and additional trials reputation uh that as well as like some of the lobby balancing changes do you feel like this is enough to bring people back to trials for the rest of the season i i do think that the ferocity and persistent card changes are so i'll read those real quick because so or just like summarize them so ferocity uh that that's a card we already have but now once you get to three wins it's like a checkpoint. It's like a raid checkpoint mm-hmm. where you get to that three wins. And then if you get a loss on the card after that, it resets you back to those three wins. So you don't go all the way back to the beginning. You still save some of your progress. So that that's like cool, a cool start. Um, but then the real interesting thing for most players, especially those players who have never been to the lighthouse or never gotten an adept trials weapon before, you've got the passage of persistence. Uh, and it truly is like just something to you just persistently play on this card. At mm-hmm. first, it sounds like a back and forth. Every win you get counts as a win. And then if you get a loss, it just backtracks you one win. But the cool thing is so that people don't get so discouraged is once you get two wins, you basically secure that previous win because you can't yeah. get two loss removals in a row. So you're always like once you get so far in, you've basically checkmarked that spot and you can go back and forth in that one spot. Mm -hmm. But if you get two wins in a row, you've made progress. You've moved forward at that point until you get to the seven wins. Um, The thing with this is you can't go to the lighthouse, but you Mm -hmm. do get an adept weapon. So, I mean, that's amazing. It's our first ever adept trials weapon you can get without going to the lighthouse. By just playing. And I mm-hmm. love that as somebody who doesn't really get to the lighthouse. <laughs> I love that. No, it's a, it's a great thing because the lighthouse has other possible rewards too, right? The the ship, the sp- the ships, the sparrows, mm-hmm. the yeah. the ghosts, the shaders, amazing shaders, by the way, really good shaders. Yeah. Um, that I'm jealous of, but that's a whole other thing. But I, I was just saying, like, they have other things too. Uh, I think it's also a golf ball and like some shards and whatnot so you get way more going to the lighthouse so there's still an incentive in my opinion to go to the lighthouse hey i want all of these things i'll try to do that but for the people that are like i want to play i want the armor for example for um transmog and i would like to get the adapt but i don't really think i'll be able to get to the lighthouse Mm -hmm. i'll just play i'll just stay in a playlist i'll keep playing at some point by persisting literally i Mm -hmm. will get it i should be able to get it so that's 
an amazing change change for like PVE players, in my opinion. I'm glad like, to hear your take on things. it. Yeah, I'm glad to hear your take on it because I it excites me for other players who yes. don't frequently make it to the lighthouse and i and i want i it, like i feel like that will be something that will bring people back into the playlist uh i, I don't so. know about back to the game but mm-hmm. at least back into the playlist to be like oh i can play this thing i hope that yep. they like really do a good job of telling people in game that this is a thing mm-hmm. um because yeah. that that has been a problem in the past too like letting people yes. making people aware that hey th- this is actually really cool look at this <laughs> mm-hmm. i agree yeah well but and it's I, I think it's a really good change mm-hmm. it seems like they're they're trying to be more open about like which playlists have what perks available or um they say here at one point that they're going to be adding, um, I think the way that something is match made into the playlist, like little toggle box, which isn't yes. something that I think yeah. was there before. Um, I think that's what I was talking about earlier with the like, oh, you can get to control, but you gotta like go mm-hmm. to the toggle box and do this thing, and it was kind of complicated to get to the thing that you wanted to play, or you just didn't even know it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds like they're kind of nailing down on that and being like, oh, here's here's how you get to this thing. Um, before before we move on to matchmaking, though, I do want to talk about that participation rewards for the three man mm-hmm. fire teams. I'm curious on y'all's take on it because to me that's not really an incentive to like team up with people. Like I, I, I feel for those who want to duo queue into this, but it still mm-hmm. feels like the solution is to get rid of duo queues. Uh, Cause I just don't see like, as long as a solo player is going in there mm-hmm. and getting paired with a two stack and having to face a three stack, like that's going to feel bad no matter no matter yeah. how you roll it, that's going to feel bad. And there has to be a solo player thrown in there if duos are queuing. Whereas if you mm-hmm. take out duos, it's not an issue anymore. Um, so, yeah, that that still feels like a problem. I don't feel like this incentive is really going to change. Like, that's mm-hmm. not at all going to incentivize me to join three people. Right. Because, like, I'm seeing constantly in my, in my feeds every week, solos going to the lighthouse. And they're like, hey, this is like this is the season I've gone to it the most, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I, I just don't know how this alleviates that. I guess a 50, a 50% chance is fine. Like a, a, like that kind of drop is fine. But if it were to move the needle to like 75%, mm. like I could see that being more of an incentive to do, do those things. Yeah. Or, but it's also a non-adept. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's what I was gonna say. It's it's not just like, it's, the rewards aren't as meaningful. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like it's just like don't get me wrong, not an adepts are really are still pretty good, and some people they don't really care whether it's an adept or not adept or whatever. Like sure, mm-hmm. it's more like okay, so they're getting that, but maybe they don't need an adept because they already have like the perfect version of the adept. Like because I'm thinking of these players that like live and breathe trials on the mm. weekend, right? They're in, they go, they do like multiple cards or they keep their cards, keep playing, playing, playing. And then there's not that many of them or like the the trials uh, helpers, right? The Sherpas, the mm-hmm. people that are like, hey, I'm going to help you try to get to the lighthouse. The so jakes of the forth. world. I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Those people that do that and that's what they do and they, they're the ones that play the most. Um, why do they care about that? 
I don't think they care about that because I mm. see multiple times those players like they'll fully rank up and they'll they they'll never turn in their ranking, right? They'll never re-rank again. Or they'll re-rank twice and after that they don't care because they're like it it, it doesn't give me anything. I there's no rewards. It's or it's a reward that I don't care about. I don't need these weapons. I already have everything that I want. I keep going to the lighthouse every time I help someone, so I keep getting adepts. So like why do I care about a non-adept version, right? What it's instance, weird. It's it's it's, it's it's a it's it's a non-PVP player type of reward. In my yeah, opinion. but those players aren't going to be joining. Like, exactly. like if, if you're not a PvP player and you don't have like a trials team usually to do this, like it's just going to be like, oh man, I could be getting those extra rewards, but I don't. I'm just yeah. in the same position I've always been in. Too bad I can't get them. Yeah. It, if it, instead they had done like artifice armor, or if they had done mm-hmm. golf balls, right? Oh, or then like yeah. those materials are a little bit harder to get. Right. PvP players, right? Golf balls as a PvE, I can get that like in gyms. I can get that in different activities. Mm-hmm. But PvP players don't really get those. Like, right. yeah, they can, but not that much. Like, what if you had said instead you'll get like a, a golf ball every like a fifty chance or seventy five percent chance mm-hmm. of a golf ball, mm-hmm. or like whatever other thing, right? I think that would have already made it a little bit in- more interesting to these people. Be like, hey, I really need golf balls. Can we go from trials so I can mm-hmm. get those golf balls, please? Outside, I don't know. That's just me. Outside of golf balls, though, what would make you hop in with two of your buddies? You know what I mean? Me or Lego? Both of you. Lego, <laughs> go for it. I feel like for me, it'd be hard to say what that would be. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like really, the only things that interest me are adepts and the um, artifice armor. Like, those are those are really yep. the only reasons mm-hmm. I would be in there. The only, and maybe. You know what's weird for me right now is I feel like Ingrams would be a lot more interesting for all playlists if you could get the uh, Legacy Adept, if mm. you could focus Legacy. Because like they're mm. not in the pool. Why not just make... And they may not even come back in that form again. Why not just yes. make the Adept versions available like you can make it 10 engrams like whatever it could be super costly like that doesn't matter um but you may never get these weapons again and there, like for instance there is no like trials fusion rifle right now it doesn't exist like mm-hmm. and tons of people in my comments are like i wish i could still get burden of guilt to death but i can't so might as well go for a different fusion rifle in a different activity whereas like you could be drawing people into trials if they're like oh i could go get you know the the adept sidearm that's not available right now i could i could get an adept version of that um different things like that and and you could apply that to zavala too you could be like oh you you go play a bunch of strikes you could turn in 10 engrams and you can get the legacy whatever adept thing mm. there that you've been looking for that isn't available anymore and like then a if they roll that was from yes. years back yeah yeah, and, and you could bring it back and have different roles and take it out of the legacy pool and then it just wouldn't be there anymore and that's fine. But just having more things to do with your engrams would make those engrams more appealing and make stuff like this like, oh, I do want those engrams because I want a bunch of them to spend them on these legacy adepts. Like, that would be awesome. The amount of people that would go for a palindrome at Zavala, mm-hmm. let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a weapon that hasn't been back, right? But yeah, I agree. But okay, so if we do that, the thing that would have to change, I believe, and I don't know if Benji would ever allow that, is, for example, in, in, in most of them currently, but also specifically in Vanguard, because Vanguard is the easiest way to kind of show this, because you can buy all of the seasonal 
adept weapons if mm -hmm. you've unlocked them. Now, we would have to remove the if you've unlocked them condition to that. Yeah. But I think that if you make the price, like you said, like 10 engrams, like a, a very yeah. huge price, mm -hmm. I think that would make it worth it, right? Even if you apply it to Zavala, you're like 15, 20 engrams. Heck, I would do that. I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll pay the price. I'll, I'll get 20 engrams on that one weapon as a chance at it to unlock it or whatever. I think that yeah. would work. And, and just, even you know, more so, not just I'd pay the price, but I would pay the price in time to go do that activity exactly. to have a mm -hmm. chance for this thing that isn't available anymore. Yep, I agree. I would do that too. I think that's a great idea. I'd love that. Yep, 100%. So I guess now we can touch on um, matchmaking mm. a Boy. bit here. So that is a. That is a subject. Let's put it this way. Uh, so they say the, the already live bits are, they replace the loose skill-based matchmaking in Iron Banner and Control with a new outlier protection matchmaking system. They updated competitive matchmaking to be used, uh, to be rank-based. They're currently testing several different configurations for a, of a new snake draft lobby balancer, uh, which I think is something that I've, I've heard you and I've heard... Um, yes true vanguard talk about quite a bit um when it came to matchmaking i don't uh, remember if tv likes it or not i love uh snake draft lot yeah. balancing it's not it, it's not always the fairest in terms of like the team composition mm -hmm. um but it just it feels more uh it doesn't feel so 50 50 you know you know they say it, they actually have a note in here like we don't aim for 50 50 but it often feels that way in previous mm -hmm. matchmaking systems because they try to like balance out oh this one really good player let's balance all these guys players whatever and then everybody's sweating the whole time um whereas with snake draft you can have more like slightly off balance things you can have a vip like on each team that's like oh they're the they're the like main two that keep going at each other mm -hmm. like and i think that's interesting um but i know not everybody will love that system yeah um they say with update 7.3.5 uh They'll be updating the playlist tooltips to correctly display the matchmaking style that is used in each mode, uh, which is something we touched on a little bit earlier. Yeah. And they have several changes planned for ongoing experiment experimentation with snake draft lobby balancing aimed at improving how it handles fire teams. Um, what are you? What are your thoughts here? What are you? I. I feel like I just have talked matchmaking so much in the past <laughs> that I, I'm to the yeah. point where like it, it would be great to play in a matchmaking system where it just is a true quick play and throws me in. Like I would love that. I know half of more than, than half the population, maybe even like wouldn't love that. And I'm totally fine to play whatever. I just would like for it to be more variety is better, more like, not having to use meta weapons 100% of the time is better. And it sounds like they're sticking with snake draft lobby balancing. And to me, that feels like a little bit more variety in the past. I, it's not like exactly what I personally would love, mm -hmm. but I'm also all for whatever gets the most players in their plane. And ultimately, like, you're you're just never going to please everyone. Like, there's just mm -hmm. no way. There's just too many... the 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 skills are just so everywhere and people have been playing this game for so long that it's so hard for it not to feel super sweaty. Like everybody's so good 
once you get to that certain point that it's like the difference between like the top, you know, 70 to 100 uh, of Crucible players is just, you know, that everybody's so good. Everybody knows everybody could be very successful. Maybe though. um, And this is where I'm okay with them. Not like jumping to switch up matchmaking. These actual sandbox changes are so big that it might change that skill gap more so that we see more variety. And it's not just like you feeling like you have to use the meta thing because uh, the people who are using uh, whatever weapon they're using, they're not, they're going to have to be dead on to be the best at it. And hopefully that makes balancing the weapons easier and will just make every game feel a little better um, and not so oppressive. Um, Mm -hmm. And that would be, I think what I'd hope for more than anything. So maybe they're just letting matchmaking just kind of sit and just see what happens with the sandbox and how the games play out mm-hmm. and then adjust matchmaking or, or the sandbox first, What you know, whatever comes first. But I could see it being difficult to tune both at the same time when they're going to affect each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Also, the player base. Yeah, that too. Like yeah. the player base is so low at the moment that even if you make those like changes, even in incremental steps or incremental levels, mm-hmm. like your player base is so small. I- I'm so sorry. Like it sucks to say, but it's true. Like the player base currently is so small that no matter what change you make, you still have like X amount of people to pit against each other. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it becomes a question of like, okay, yeah, we would like. I would love like play like a quick play to just be connection based. I just mm-hmm. want to get into a game, play the game as quickly as possible, get into another match if I'm if I'm playing PvP, right? I don't usually play PvP, but if I'm like, hey, I'm in a mood for PvP, let me do that. Yeah. I would love to have that. But even if you make changes to matchmaking, if you have like 100 people to matchmake against each other and you have like a wide range of skills, it, no matter what your matchmaking is, it's not going to matter much because yeah. you only have so many players. So I think that another big issue they're facing right now is like, yeah, we want to make this better, but they're still going to have X amount of players to right. apply this to, and it's still mm-hmm. going to be an issue because of that part. Mm-hmm. The next big influx probably isn't going to be until like May. Final shape. Well, we get the we get the new um, map pack Crucible in May. Map. Yeah, that'll be a big deal, I think. Yeah, people are going to want to try that out. Yeah, true. And I that, agree with that. That'll be a good injection be... right before Final Shape. Oh, yeah, but I think that's going to be mainly maybe possibly Mm -hmm. like returning players and not new new. players right yeah yeah. and it's again an x amount of people that'd be like hey i want to try those mac paps or hey i want to i want to whatever i want to try this new quote-unquote crucible i want to try this new update Mm -hmm. i I don't think that we'll see absolute like big changes or what feels like big changes in terms of like player base until the final shape because that will bring in new people because let's be real one thing that Bungie, at least in the past, was really good at was marketing for the mm. DLCs and yeah. bringing in new people for those DLCs, right? Now some people stayed after Witch Queen because Witch Queen was an absolute beast of a DLC and it was mm-hmm. great. Um, but <laughs> the current one wasn't quite as good, let's be yeah. honest. Chris, but they still managed to bring in new people, right? And and do great marketing for it. So, Chris Freed from the last episode would like a word. Anyways, continue. <laughs> 
Okay, you, well, you're saying. actually like bringing up an excellent point that I wanted to make, and that is that this is all like all of this, even though we're in low population right now, is in preparation for Final Shape. Oh, like they 100%, 100%. want the Crucible to be in a good state so that when new players come in or players who haven't played in years come in to see the final thing that happened with Destiny, they jump into the sandbox and like, whoa, like mm-hmm. this is like pretty cool. Like the the maps are that we got these new maps. Yeah. Um, even the big maps that I play on, which we didn't talk about, uh, yet, but mm-hmm. they reduced the spawn area for big maps like disjunction, uh, to where mm-hmm. it only takes up 30 to 50% of the map size. Like it's going to feel much tighter, which hallelujah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like <laughs> that was so needed. Uh, and I'm glad that no, they're like you. starting to use their assets in a smart way, you know, mm-hmm. like, cause having, disjunction and rumble and stuff like that it was just what is happening uh and so they're actually utilizing that stuff better while having the new stuff while having a new sandbox uh just an entire for players who haven't played in two years it's gonna be like what is this game Mm -hmm. like it's gonna feel completely different like they're gonna have the same weapons special weapons and they're gonna feel strong but it's not gonna be everywhere and just spamming you know you never know what you're getting killed by so that i it's definitely all in preparation for final shape they're cleaning house yeah they're cleaning house like tidying up quote-unquote loose Mm -hmm. ends or tidying up stuff that have been a little bit left aside for a little, like for a while or that have been kind of neglected for a while let's call mm-hmm. it that um and they're like okay we're gonna make all of these sweeping changes and all of these things in hopes and like ahead of time in hopes that they can make it really good for the yeah. final shape yeah 100 percent. we also get a, a long list of like game mode changes that are coming mm-hmm. so like we just got sparrow control um starting in march with the march pvp update we get a 3v3 King of the Hill mode collision that will be entering Sounds into cool. Crucible Labs. Yeah. Um, a single larger zone will ro- rotate between five points around the map on a timer. Uh, what are the odds of that turning into a trials mode sometime down the road? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Iron Banner yeah. Tribute has undergone multiple changes. Uh, oh, Tribute. Yeah, that's what it was. Tribute, yeah. With the update after this next one, we see Checkmate oh, okay. back in the Crucible Labs. Uh, new modifier hardware where it's no abilities only weapons and then yeah, can we pause on that one yeah let's oh, go hardware sounds th- so many people have wanted this for so long mm-hmm. like because of the gunplay and destiny and now we're gonna get a mode that is weapons only no mm-hmm. ability like i can't imagine what that's gonna feel like first of all but also talk about something feeling fresh like that's gonna be so different than what we have now and i can see a lot of players really enjoying that mm-hmm kind of pushing and gravitating toward that um and then they say with final shape uh private matches will have more options for players to set per mode so modifiers such as mayhem or scorched will be options in any game mode play custom matches with your clan mates and friends or leverage fire team finder uh you have we have also added more custom tuning for existing game modes so you'll be better you can have uh, better control over things like special ammo delivery, ability cooldowns, reviving, respawning, and more. That it doesn't seem uh, like an end of life change, but it sounds like they're trying to make it more so you can do different types of customs. Yeah. That extend the life of PvP. They're doing you know how they made checkmate a modifier and they said it let them put it into different game modes? It sounds like they're doing that with like mayhem and some mm-hmm. other things. So you'll be able to do like 
mayhem uh rift or something mm-hmm. like that yeah that sounds cool to like just be able to switch things up and i the more options we have in there the better honestly because Agreed. custom matchmaking in other games like halo like we've seen how far that can go mm-hmm. so I, i'm the more they put in there the better i'm excited that they're doing it that also feels like a thing like uh, we're getting a new director um oh yeah and like that's yes. kind of what their bread and butter was with halo was the custom crucible so like that's that feels like something of a stepping stone to possibly play in for whatever the longevity of destiny 2 is after the final shape i know that that's been a hot button issue with the community for (laughs) the past couple weeks uh yeah uh what are your thoughts on that leo oh my gosh some who somebody uh somebody did a twit uh video today about it but i totally agreed with it i was like this is this is their business they're they're not going to stop making money they're not going to just stop and say let's take a chance on marathon let's try these you know annual whatever like yeah destiny is going to keep going large expansions or some form that is the same amount of content that costs a large sum of money will continue to happen because that's where they get their money from to do everything that they do. They're not just going to risk that away. So yeah, that's just not the way business works. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of a silly conversation to me. Cause I just like, yeah, they're going to keep making money. <laughs> they, there's tons of people playing this game. Yeah. Even if they dip and out, they're mm-hmm. still going to see what happens in the next expansion. I bet you so many people who say like, oh, I'm just going to come for the final shape and that's it. I'm out, yeah. you know, are still going to come back mm-hmm. for whatever they do next. Cause they're going to say, we're leaving the solar system. We're going to a new place. Everybody's like, what? You know, and jumping yeah. back. Yeah. You know, I don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to, they got to keep, keep it going. That's where they make money. I agree uh, with that. I fully I'm agree. There. It's, I, I'm also thinking that Marathon might get delayed. Like we have no date, well, right? Currently, yeah. as far as I know, but as, as in like even internally, it might get delayed because they had like a yeah. bunch of layoffs and like well, Sony. The CEO of Sony yeah, was like, that's what I was just about to say in order. Yeah. Sony was like, I want everybody to be on the same page. And that means get your shit in order because you messed up somewhere along the way. And I need you to fix that because otherwise you are like on the verge of a takeover by Sony. And yeah. she does not want that. Like, that's the whole reason they left yeah. other publishing companies. So, yes, that's uh, I think that. Marathon's probably going to be internally delayed with the layoffs that have happened recently. And then that means Destiny is the only thing that brings them money, like you said, right? Yep. So they, mm-hmm. they will not let it go. Mm-hmm. They can't. They, they yep. literally cannot. <laughs> Impossible. And let's hope the community sticks together. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm so excited for Marathon. Like, I, mm-hmm. like that's my mm-hmm. jam kind of stressful (laughs) survival Mm -hmm. pvp thing like that's that's amazing i can't wait but like destiny's still like that that's the that's where everything is that's their safe money maker Mm -hmm. yep oh yeah they won't let it go not for a while at least not until they have something else to replace it with and for now they don't have that and i don't i I honestly don't even think they're gonna like i think once it gets to that point they're gonna put they're just going to keep expanding the team and they'll have new people go do marathon. If that takes off and they'll have people keep running Mm -hmm. destiny until it stops making money and the, the population goes down or 
if Sony buys out, but you know, there's all this talk about Sony buying out yeah. Bungie if they don't perform. Like if that happens, you know, then then something could switch up. But as far as like Bungie goes, like I can't see them change anything. Right. I agree. Well, any more thoughts on the past couple of weeks, Twabs? Anything you want to add? I will add what I told a YouTube commenter uh, <laughs> earlier today. Somebody was just saying, you know, I'm like Crucible's gone. I'm not even going to touch it come March. Uh, mm. You know, good luck. Because uh, cause they, you know, don't like the direction things are heading. I That just is like like i have a I have a three-year-old who i i have him try stuff at the dinner table like hey you can't just say you don't like it like you gotta you gotta try it and then you take one bite you don't like it okay that's cool mm-hmm. and i know you guys are smarter than three-year-olds like you can <laughs> you can go and just just try it and just see yeah. what you think like, come with your mind see what you think if you play one game and you're like this sucks you know hate it get out and i'm not even telling you what you have to do you can mm-hmm. choose not to play it but i'm just saying attitude wise you know like like there's no reason not to just try something fresh that we've been doing for 10 years, you know, Mm -hmm. to try something different. And I know you may have a bad taste from uh, year one of D2. I I did too. Like I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, But like, I'm still excited to play something fresh and hoping that they nail it this time. They have a whole crucible team dedicated to making the game more fun. And I like what I'm seeing with the goals that they have and with the, um, new maps coming and what they're doing with those maps, what they're doing with current maps, making them smaller. Like that's these are the kind of changes I've wanted. So I'm excited for these things. Excited to try it out. Heck yeah, Seth. Do you have any other questions for Lego? Um, I don't know. I mean, like a lot of these changes are interesting. Again, it's mm-hmm. it's a waiting game in some ways, right? Like we, we don't know, and there's so much more than just like, oh, those changes are going to be applied. Is it going to be good? Yes. But again, player base wise, it's so small. It's such like a small um, kind of test base that you have. So I don't know, like, it, <laughs> I don't want to rehash the same questions that mm. happen all the time. But I guess, do you think that with the announced changes, do you think that for you as a current player, it will be enough to? Mm bring back people yes but maybe even bringing these new people they're like hey this is a free game i'm gonna give it a shot mm. right because it is a free game at the moment I, we're not gonna discuss free to the, try. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we're not gonna yeah, yeah. we're gonna discuss the 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 pros and cons of that because the list is long yes um but like and as well a free game yeah exactly like there's so much to say uh we're gonna ignore that part but do you believe that or do you think hope whatever words you want to use <laughs> yeah you yeah. think it might be like Yes, bring in, bring back people that have kind of maybe not lost hope in PvP, but have been like, this is not it for me anymore. I'm just going to give it up for now and maybe come back later. That this will be the later. Or, but also be like to these new people, these newcomers are like, hey, this is a free to try game. It has a PvP. I enjoy PvP. And like, again, Destiny has an amazing gunplay. Like, we can never deny that fact. It's one of the best gunplay experiences in video games currently. Do you think they'll be like, That'll be enough to make them try it, but also keep them in it, even if it's not intensely, but like, hey, every week I'll play a bit of Crucible. It's fun. I'll do it. And so yes to the bring people back 
like especially mm -hmm. not as much as a sandbox but just rewards what they're doing with that both yes. of those things combined for sure people coming back probably some people stay some people are going to really like it you know hopefully we all mm -hmm. like it um but new players absolutely not and the reason why is because okay. pvp is dependent on pve mm. and the weapon acquiring mm. and there is just no path to understand the story to know what to do in the game at all yeah. i recently led a new player like mm -hmm. one of my uh, friends all the way through and it was just like he, he quit playing after like he thought the game was cool and he just quit playing after a few months because he was like i just got to a point where like everybody was just had more stuff than me and i, I couldn't figure yeah. out what to do and i couldn't you can't hold someone's hand through everything like they got to play the game themselves i mean it's right. so vast and there's just no no way to to lead you everything's changing you know even even this update things are changing and they're they're going to be even more confused you know so i think that i don't expect anybody new to come after these changes i do expect and hope they have to they have to create a form uh like some sort of path for new players that is more than what we have now that makes sense story-wise that rearranges the director or something to where they can understand what's happening and aren't just thrown into the mix of things mm -hmm. because that's what will get new players in final shape invested mm -hmm. and then trying out crucible and then like oh i got this gun let me go try it out you know uh and not and everything's gonna be so different the sandbox is gonna be different not a, they're not gonna get crushed by meta weapons immediately hopefully that's the plan so i think that is the time in which we grab new players and have the chance for them to stick around and i'm fingers crossed like please bungie provide a way for new players to get into this game and bundle a package that gives them everything that they need because there mm -hmm. is no clear way to do that right now. Yeah, I agree. That's a really good response. Yes, I didn't <laughs> think about it this way, but yes, it is true. Mm -hmm. And the, I mean, yeah. so Humble Bundle has a deal right now. Yeah, it's really it's good. It's $45 for yes. all of the deal, like everything leading up to the, the point that we're at in Destiny 2. The only thing that you need to get, I think, at that point is the... um is final shape um yes 45 bucks i would love to see that be the permanent thing i would love to see oh, that just across please. across please. the board 45 bucks that seems like a steal for, for, for those. content that is like three to four years old in some cases yeah. and some of it is like literally just weapons yeah, yeah. like the forsaken pack is just weapons because the yep. destination has been vaulted and there's nothing else mm -hmm. yes do that like make it so like hey you get the free game, you play it, you try it, you like it, there's like shelf $40 for mm -hmm. all of this content, and you can play the rest of it, get up to date, get a bunch of armor weapon stuff, and then you can actually fully enjoy the game. And there's not like 5,000 different expansions to buy with different prices, some of which are yep. way too high for what they are worth. Like, here's 40 bucks. 40 bucks, you get all of it, and then you only have to pay for the next expansion if right. you want to pay for the next expansion. Yep. Agree. I wonder. I wonder how many people like how many conversions from free to play or free to try players they'd have yeah. to yeah. like paid cus like customers if they did that did that move. But yep. I, I yeah. I agree. Please, please do this. <laughs> Just please do. Anyways, Lego. I love you, man. Thank you so much for like for hopping in. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, any, any final thoughts before you go today? Oh man. Uh, just, you know, enjoy the game if you're enjoying it. Uh, if you're not, 
uh, then take a break. Heck yeah. Come back later. Final shape. It's going to be fun. So yeah. yeah. Breaks are so good. Y'all. Oh, they're so good. And there's hell divers <laughs> now with fixed yeah. matchmaking. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lego, where can people find you on the internet, sir? Uh, yeah, it's at Lego La Flash, Lego L E Flash on YouTube and Twitter. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, and I or Twitter X, whatever. <laughs> it's Twitter. Find me yeah, over there. Always, yes, it's always Twitter. We I changed the icon for like the little Chiron things. But it's Twitter. Yeah, it's Twitter. It's Twitter. <laughs> My name's Dan Finity. You can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram and the TikTok and the Threads and the Blue Sky at DanFinityGG. You can also find me on Twitch three days a week, twitch.tv forward slash Danfinity, helping guardians with in-game activity. If you'd like to support the show, remember to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. Anything you say helps us in the algorithm. If you'd like to help keep the lights on, head on over to coffee.com forward slash Danfinity. That is ko-fi.com forward slash Danfinity. All the links will be in the notes for the show. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you find what you're grinding for. <laughs>